Hello, everybody. Welcome back to, it's looking like episode nine of uh, Every Week is Chaos, rebranded from Econ Phonics, which is a stupid name. Uh, but we are back. We are so back. Back like we never left. As always, I've got my good friend and co-host and one of my best friends in the world, Lorenzo. Lorenzo, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Today has been a good day. Yesterday was a better day uh, for some music-related news, but today's also a great day. And we've got a special guest as well. Yeah, we got everyone's favorite uncle. We have everyone's favorite crazy Italian. Uh, we've got Dickie Walnuts himself in the house. Dickie, how are you doing? Oh, what's up, boys? Man, I'm a little under the weather, but you know, no cold will kick my ass. We're gonna we're gonna power through it. We're drinking hot tea and swaddling with a blankie like an old grandpa. Sit out here with our emotional support Glock, and you know, just. Do this little show. Let's go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Living our best lives, man. Yeah. So, uh, best. let's, uh, which, which topic you want to start with? You want to start with a big one or you want to do a little smorgasbord of small ones? Man, let's, let's start with a, uh, ease into the, with the small ones. Let's, let's start with some, some fun shit. All right. How about, how about, uh, which topic how, that's supposed how about to be? Pink Floyd? So please cater. All right. How, all right. Let's, let's, let's get this over with so David can, can just chill out. <laughs> the, the, pink, the, the Pink Floyd topic. I have right. no idea what you guys are talking about. So, Lorenzo, you can introduce this one, and then I'll, I'll give my little what I, what I said about David after. <laughs> sure. So, so uh, and I haven't been paying as much attention to this. The bigger prog news I've been into is that uh, Mike Portnoy rejoined Dream Theater. That probably won't matter to any of you guys. But I saw that. That's cool. The Lexington, yeah. Kentucky guy. No, no, no. That's Dave Portnoy. Uh, no, no. Mike so Portnoy. That, that that pizza shop experience really got him back on the road again, man. Got him on the feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to it's I mean it's great for a prog nerd like me. Um I'm a big fan. I've 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 Dream Theater is like my guilty pleasure, like especially when I'm around other musicians. But uh man, I fucking love Dream Theater. I love Mike Portnoy and I'm so glad he's back in my band. But uh other news is that Roger Waters uh put out and Dark Side of the Moon Redux, and it's like a whole like redoing of dark side of the moon with his new band. And one of the first controversies I saw with it is that he cut out every single David Gilmore solo. Um, and you know, listen, Roger Waters is a musical. Yeah. Roger Waters is a musical genius, but man, he's like a pompous twat. Like he, <laughs> he like, that's the he, so, you, so, you, so, so Lorenzo started heavy with this. I was going for the jokey aspect and he's just like hammer fist down fair. I, I really like David Gilmore's music. I think he's retarded on everything else. I think he's overtly petty with Waters, but also Waters is kind of a pompous ass. Oh, I think they're like I th I think that like I like I think Roger Waters like Pink Floyd without Roger Waters doesn't feel truly like Pink Floyd to me. And like, you know, I I'm more of the Gilmore fan just because I love the dude's guitar and everything. Oh, you know, so but, nice. yeah. Gonna get that black Strat with the uh, white pickups. Probably not, but it's cool. I mean, we talked about this. I, I like my Strat and everything. It's very good. I'm glad I got it. I wouldn't have gotten a different first one. I think I made the right choice, but I still do want something heavier, like a, like an SG or something like that, that, that can play what I like. Once I get more in depth. Right now, it doesn't fucking matter because I suck. There's so. a, there, there, I'll, I'll shoot you some guitar brands that do SG-shaped guitars that aren't Gibson because Gibson guitars don't stay in tune. Okay. So I'll help you out with that. I, I, need, I need me a nice little humbucker pickup guitar so I can just sound like a douche once I like <laughs> start learning what I'm supposed to do. Oh yeah, so you can get that tone, Omni tone. You gotta wow. cut your. 
You got to fu- cut yeah, your I'm fingertips cut my... off. Yeah. Dude, uh, all right. If I want Tony's tone, then I'm going to have to fucking get one of those, like, OG, like, Laney. Uh, and, uh, and he's back. Oh, what happened here? <laughs> you just did cut I... out, and then you went back. <laughs> me or David? You. Oh, no. Okay. Well, Tony the Dark Lord was coming for me, I guess. Uh, let's, so, with... um. With uh, the Roger Waters thing, what was the story you had with it? Oh, it was about when he, like, so the headline was Roger Waters tells, can I, can I cuss? I haven't, I don't know if I cussed you on the show. Is this you, can a cuss. Nice, uh, you can cuss. Yeah, go ahead. Language? As long as okay. it's not like a, something that's going to get us nuked. Yeah, yeah, something that doesn't, that rhymes with uh, Randy uh, book. Um, so, yeah, so like the headline was like Roger Waters tells fans to fuck off or whatever. So I'm like, oh, I got to see this. He's probably like pulling a Joe Biden just getting like upset and senile or something so he's 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 doing his uh his dark side of the moon remake concert and in the middle of it he just starts reading excerpts from his book and what fans are thinking are gonna be like good stories from pink floyd he starts reading this little story he wrote about a duck named donald or something like that for 20 minutes he's just rambling on reading out of his own book and the fans are like all right, we love you, but like, come on, speed it up. And some of the fans were like booing him, like, oh, hurry the fuck up. And so he gets he gets fed up with him. He's like, oh, fuck off, you peasants. <laughs> and so that, that's, a, I think that's what I sent Lorenzo. I was like, all right, let's see how David defends this. <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. That just sounds like a it's, waste of time. It's so weird. Honestly, it's like, when, I prob- like, I sorry, probably would not go to see a, a Roger Waters concert. That Just wasn't the, the wall. Pro- huh? That wasn't the wall. If Roger Waters toured the wall again, I would go see him do the wall. That's it. Yeah. I'm but like I, I if if I don't know if I would even go to see like David Gilmore and is it it's Nick Mason who's still alive. Yes. I would go uh, see but, the Nick Mason one because it's got all the cool like they, they do echoes. Oh, they do they do echoes too? Yeah, so so basically Nick Mason's one, I think it's called like the Sarsifal of Secrets with Nick Mason or something like that. Yeah. Um, but he his whole thing is like, I want to do all the Pink Floyd stuff before Dark Side of the Moon that no one really knows about. Like none of the mainstream mm-hmm. really knows yeah, about. Weird funky yeah. stuff, all the damn bells and whistles and music. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like you know, see Emily play and uh Oh, I that? love see Emily play. And it's a Ast- Beatles song, but it's a bang. <laughs> it is a be- and like Astronomy Domini or whatever. Um Astronomy Domine. That's the same thing. But they also uh th- then they added in stuff from metal, so they're doing echoes. Um and there's actually a uh, there's a Roger Waters came up and sang one of the times for oh what's the song it's gonna bother me for a while now um, I'm gonna look it up but it, he sang careful one of those Eugene it's not careful um, with that axe Eugene um, San Tropez what do we talk about songs in metal give me more context clues. All right, Nick Mason, Social Secrets. Um, he went up and played Set the Controls for the Heart of the Sun. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's at, I think that, is that in Saucerful of Secrets? It's in Saucerful, and they did it live at Pompeii, and that's how I know about it. Okay. But anyway, yeah. anyway uh, Nick oh, yeah, Mason it is. Stuff. But Roger Waters doing this is so, like, so dumb to me because he, like, he, uh, <sighs> I do think that David is the one that continues the beef between the two of them. But I also think, I think that so. I don't his think wife too. Uh, oh, his wife seems like such a bitch. 
Like it's like I, I've never seen anything. I'm like, man, and it's it's a shame because I like they had a good spot in like the early 2010s. That's when David Gilmore went up to he did like his solo on top of the wall. Yeah. Um. When he was when Roger Waters doing the wall, I was like, man, I wish I could have gone and seen that and stuff like that. But I would love to see the wall show in Berlin. <laughs> something about the the wall in berlin <laughs> well he he did that like when it was announced the wall was coming down he came to berlin to do like a show in front of the berlin wall huh, you don't yeah, know about this cool i did not know about that no oh come on he did it with that oh. saxophone guy yeah uh the dude from ireland what's his face he also did it so you know how there's the frontward band during Run Like Hell and stuff where everyone's playing behind the wall, but there's like the frontward band. That frontward band was the Scorpions. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, at that point in time, I would just rather go see them. <laughs> the Scorpions <laughs> in their prime. Is that what I like? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know how many times I heard Rocky like a hurricane as a kid? Because I used to watch the Carolina Hurricanes and that was their song at the hockey games and shit. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, no, they're like some some of the hair metal kind of kind of rules. I'm not a big fan of Rat, but uh, you know, like Rat, Rat's okay. They got a couple there. hits. I don't like White Snake. That's the one I can't stomach. Why? Why not? I don't know. I'm not a huge White Snake fan. I don't really have an opinion. They're like okay. I'm not gonna like if I skip their song, then I skip their song. I'm like yeah, fuck them. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's the Roger Waters thing. So are you going to defend Roger Waters singing a twenty? I'm not going to defend Roger Waters here because that's just that's just fucking weird. He's the autistic kid at his own birthday party. He's he's the kid at his birthday party who wants to do like his stupid magic tricks and shit, or like makes them watch his favorite movies. <laughs> he's me as a kid at my birthday party. I'm like, hey guys, watch just, this. Okay, I'm gonna shoot the neighbor. Paid. We're gonna we're are gonna play pin the arrow on the neighbor's cat. Come on, guys. <laughs> It's I like know when, you guys uh, want me to play Waiting for the Worms, but listen to my poetry. <laughs> and the ducks. The ducks may swim on the lake, the but my daddy owns the lake. <laughs> a duck named Donald, nonetheless. The, not, the, not to be convinced with Donald Trump, that cunt. We're not going to talk about him. But we'll talk for like, another 30 minutes no, about that. Fuck thing. off. Security, get him out of here, fucking cunt. We won't talk Listen about Listen to my that. exit. I won't do the rest of the show. <laughs> we're, but we're going to talk another 30 minutes about the apartheid state in Palestine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I agree with like a lot of his political... Like, Okay, I'm glad that he is a mainstream like figure or like a famous figure who's willing to give an opposite take on things like Ukraine or Israel and stuff like that before like the blue hairs started come out with their queers for Palestine bullshit. You know, like, I get it, but it's also coming from a position of him being a European, like, commie sympathizer, probably. So it's like, you're not American. I don't really care. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the whole thing is that a lot of the anti-war left, it, you know, they're not really anti-war. They're not anti-war. They're just anti-people killing it's the Viet, communists. The, Viet, the Vietnam phenomenon. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, no, you're killing me. Like, okay, where were you during, I don't know. Like, okay, look at Ukraine now. You know, y'all are yeah. demonizing Russian people just because they were born in a country that was led by Putin. You know, uh, have you listened to any uh, Slaughter to Prevail, Dickie? No. He's that, the you know, the Alex Terrible guy? He's that Russian guy who, like, wrestles a bear, and he's like, has, like, the big screams. The Russian guy who wrestles a bear, that narrows it down. <laughs> Either way, he's a singer from a metal band, and he's Russian. And a lot of their music videos are very Russian. Like, he takes it, but... 
I'll send you one of their I'll send you one of their videos um tonight. But uh like people are trying to go after him for just simply being Russian. He's like, I, I've been anti-war since this whole thing came out. I fled the country because I was anti-war. Um, but yeah, it's it's shit. And then all the leftists that that did you see that George Lucas also said that uh the Rebel Alliance is based off the Viet Cong? Oh my gosh, he did not. Yeah, and he said that. <laughs> Yeah, that's not true, George. You don't I doubt own this it. series anymore. <laughs> it's so f- I I okay. So I got into an argument with a sequel defender. Do you guys know those exist out there? Guys who unironically love the sequels. The sequels. You mean the prequels? No, no, or no. Or the no. sequels. So the new, the new. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there are. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't talk to those people. I don't really talk to Star Wars people in general. But you know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was, I just it just struck me because I was I was thinking about Star Wars stuff from the George Lucas thing. I was like, man, I forgot yeah. that I got into a whole ass debate where the guy was like, just let people have their fun. I'm like, I'm not letting you stopping you from enjoying it. I'm just no. saying that like it sucks. I do not, I do not want your sideways shooting stormtrooper, sir. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to see how he kid, how he he stole away our black women in a stolen space vehicle. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> You see, you see a stormtrooper with his helmet turned around all the way yeah, sideways. <laughs> all right, he's, so. he's got, he's got, he's got like an imperial like, uh, he's got like an imperial bandana like stuck in the side of his, uh, his uniform. Yeah, that's my flag. We were Vader. <laughs> he he uh, he he crip walks. He crip walks onto the battlefield. All right, this isn't a battle droid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. So um, let's get to a, a fun topic, which is one that's close to to David's heart and something that you like as well, which is how to dress nice on a budget. Because you are someone that is very style conscious, despite some of your some of the way you present yourself. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a Italian man. I'm a closeted gay man, if you will, in terms of my style. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> so basically, like I like I still sometimes do. Now I don't really give much of a shit because I'm married and a dad and I don't really have many reasons to dress up anymore. Um, but, you know, before when it mattered a little more, you know, I would get my hair cut once every couple weeks. I'd get, um, I had multiple, I had many suits, you know, ties, shirts. I had a lot of like, you know, I'd get them tailored and things. And they were all on a budget. You know, I've always been a budget minded person. I've never been very wealthy at all kind of broke at the moment because kids are expensive but um so yeah i mean we were talking about this uh i know me and lorenzo were because you were i guess getting some you're asking some advice about what to wear or something like that well you and i was it was the i was RFK going off thing. on kennedy yeah, yeah i was going off on him because like okay dude you're a multi-gazillionaire you're famous you're on tv all the time you're in great shape you know you look great but like you know, you got to stop wearing those like Oxford collars with with, the button. with ties with a is that what they're called? The, the button, the Oxford collar. I think that's what it's called. Are they the ones that um, have the secondary button? They got the button on the collar. Um, yeah. yeah. So those aren't those aren't necessarily meant for wearing with ties. They're more so meant for wearing like, you know, without a tie and really not usually with a, with a sport coat. Um, and if you're and like he'd be wearing like a green, like a thin. Tie something material, but a little more with a, a sport coat and not a business suit. So to paint the picture here, if you could pull up 
I don't know if you can pull up the picture that I'm talking about. Um, yeah, let me see if I can I can pull it up and I can uh, show it to David. Um, look, look in my look in my tweets for like tie or, or shirt collar or something. Yeah, that's David looks idea. a little confused over here. So to paint the picture, RFK is on TV with like uh, with a business suit. I don't know. It's I don't know if it's like a silk suit. I don't think, but it's a you know whatever material of a business suit is dark. It's got the you know medium to wide lapels. Something you'd wear a white shirt or something with a business tie. He's wearing that with like an Oxford button collar. I think it's called Oxford collar. You know that. He's wearing it with that and like a tie. That's a little more of a casual tie that you would wear uh, for like a fratty look or like that's, that's the word. So it just really you know I'm kind of being anal here, and it doesn't look terrible on him because he's a good-looking guy. I'm just like, bro, when you're gonna be dressing up on TV and stuff like that, you gotta go more of like a maybe a white shirt or uh, just a shirt with a you know pointed collar, no button, and a business tie. You know. Uh, a tie with the stripes or a tie with you know a plain tie or something like that now here's that a, just here's looks a, a little a little more formal now here's a question for you then now what how do how do you go about the matching shirt and tie combo do you have a rule of thumb um sometimes i'll honestly google i'll like uh, i'll look up like what to wear like if i have a i used to have a lot more dress clothes than i do now unfortunately they got lost in a storage uh container that i had um and i never got any of it back i never got my money back so it was like hundreds of dollars of suits and shirts and ties but if i got like a new tie that i, I liked but i didn't know how to match it i would i would google it i would actually had a, a buddy who ran a men's fashion like page and he did like photography and stuff and he would like if i had any questions i'd be like hey buddy how do you match this with this you know just easy stuff like that like you know google is your friend um, I liked my favorite stuff would be like Paisley ties back in the day. I don't really wear them much anymore, but like, you know, uh, you know, five, 10 years ago, like Paisley ties are really cool. They're still cool. I got, um, I got two. Uh, so I got a bunch of ties from my cousin. I actually, I've, I forgot to send you, I got a, I finally got all my stuff in. So I'll send you a picture. Um, more done with this with, uh, all my ties. So my, my cousin once removed or whatever, um has been a lobbyist for a while like you know goes to he, he you know he works in uh the photonics industry because rochester sells the photonics industry and you know he ends up meeting with people from the dod or you know other like your congressman to get funding for his projects um and you know you have to dress up for that stuff so he has so many ties so he gave me a bunch of them um for my junior and senior proms and just was like you can keep them and i have some nice armani ties because of that um very cool yeah and the the look that i generally really like going with is um like there's two kind of art deco feeling ties um okay. that i really like they're very classy remember that gray one in the picture i showed you that's kind of my go-to uh, like that slate gray yeah uh, bluish, gray. kind of a cool so you're going for the cooler palette kind of thing when you were doing it yeah, that I does that does look pretty good with like your hair tone and everything, like a uh, blue or gray kind of. That that's that's pretty cool. And that's how I dress too. I, I like the blues as well. So, um, I would always have, um, and if I were you, I would do this. Always have a you know, at least like two good white shirts, just standard white dress shirts, because they can go with a lot of things. 
and have a few blue shirts, like a light blue, ranging from, you know, like a like a sky blue to a, a very, very, very light, like slate, kind of grayish blue, something like that. Because that can go with a lot of things as well. And it complements, you know, the look that you try to, that you like best. Um, you can wear like a red with a light blue. You can wear like a green. You can wear a blue. Would you, would you do a charcoal yeah. with a light blue? A charcoal, like a shirt or a tie with light uh, blue? Charcoal, like suit jacket. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, now, be cool. what would you recommend for our lad David? What would you recommend with his for coloring? David. Well, let's see, David. What what kind of colors do you like to wear, man? It's all about it's all about mixing your confidence with your appearance as well. So if you have a color that you don't feel comfortable rocking, then you might not look so good. In it. So like, what what's what's your color first? I have no idea. Dressing <laughs> nicely is something I would like to do, but that I. I don't so you, know okay, you're you're a ginger. Do. You're a ginger, yeah. so war- warmer colors might might help you. You don't want to go flaming red because it's gonna point it out. Um, it's not gonna be terrible. But how about a, like, how about a know, burgundy? Burgundy, not terrible. He might look like a brick, though. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah. I could. I would not want to wear anything slight. Anything. If you yes, yeah, like if you think of a color or something, and you're just like now, nah, then don't even bother. <laughs> like if, cause, cause then you'll, then you'll try it and then you'll be reminded why you didn't do it before. Cause you're like, ah, shit. It's like how I am with bow ties. I used to wear a bow tie every now and then it took me like three hours to learn how to tie it. Pissed me the fuck off. And then once I learned, I was like, I'm going to do it all the time. Huh? Cause like I finally learned and then I stopped doing it cause they're retarded. And then I tried to do it one more time, like years ago. And I was like, all right, now I remember why I stopped doing it. I look like a dumbass. So I'm not saying all bow tie people are stupid because they're okay, but like formal ones are different than like whatever. Yeah. You look like I don't know, looking at Mickey Mouse or something. But so David David, you'd look good with green, I think, dude. Red hair looks good with green. A green. A yeah, green. a dark green suit. Like uh so like uh as far as like navy suit. With like a, even a brighter green or a medium green tie, and and some blue, like a green that goes well with blue, you'd look pretty good in that. Gingers and green go well. It's not just because of the Irish thing, but like those. Kinda... <laughs> no, it's actually really. Have you ever like? They really do. Have you ever a seen green a... suit? Yeah. A green suit looks good. I mean, it takes a little bit of confidence sometimes for some of the patterns and some of the the shades of green. But a green suit, you could pull that off, man. You go to a libertarian event, make sure you get that thing tailored and, and you know, taken in. Not the Riddler, not that bullshit that you see right there. Not the army green. <laughs> I would go with like a deep, not the neon green. Army green isn't that bad either. The thing is with the army, with the army green suit, you have to, I repeat, you have to get that thing altered as soon as possible. Because if you wear an army green suit or a suit that's similar, like a, a beige suit or something that has a muted color, and it's not fitted very well, you're going to be looking like you're wearing a burlap sack. I promise mm-hmm. you. So I kind of, I'll be honest, the color that I really like is I like kind of like a tweed, like a brown tweed. That's you know? okay. So you're trying to go for that, that, um, professor, uh, that, that Tolkien. Yeah. With yeah. A little pipe smoking. No, I yeah, like I mean, it. I'm down with obviously, that. Okay, so. Obviously not this, that the one that obviously the people who are listening can't see it, but I, I just pulled it yeah. on Amazon, but something that looks like this kind of like a brown tweed color. I like that look. 
for whatever reason. Oh, is this Voice, is an audio I've also only? kind of thought gray yeah. might look good, but I'm oh, not. Okay, so this is this is some terrible radio content here. Then I'm, no, I'm no, no, to... no. It's good. It's um, good. It's good content. It's actually okay. very... it's good content so, because we haven't been referencing things on a screen until <laughs> now. <laughs> so David, so David, here we go. Something that would be it's it's more conservative. It's not too outlandish. It's a good entry point for your style, I think. Um, a a a, a tasteful brown, like a a tan um a, a light tan not quite a cream but like a lighter tan a three-piece goes well i used to have a tan three-piece suit i loved it i got it fit and everything it looked amazing i could wear like navy blue tie with it i could wear a green tie i could wear a lot of colors with that um and it, like i said if it's tailored and especially if you have a vest to go with it you're gonna look like a sexy dude promise yeah that's i i will also say uh if you can look at find that. yeah if you can find some good in terms of shirts, what I've done actually for the past few things, because my mom not only had a Gap card but was very uh, conscious with sales, because mm -hmm. uh, Banana Republic is part of Gap. Um, I yeah. have a, a few nice Banana Republic shirts from just being very smart with looking at this whenever the sales happen. Um, and with that as well, I I also have a, a black dress shirt, but that is for being a musician. When you're a musician, I, you got yep black is your favorite color <laughs> when, yeah. when you're any like a sound guy or like my dad he, he's, he's a sound guy at church for years if you're a, a like a yeah especially like a church musician mm -hmm. sure black. any any it's it's black on black if you look at any mm -hmm. um orchestra it's either going to be white top black bottom or black on black um so i always have black. that in black and I, blue you know, yeah i've pleasing. seen i remember seeing um someone do a black dress shirt with like a charcoal suit and I just, it felt, it felt tacky. Yeah. So the thing with black, if you're going to go black shirt, again, make sure it's a fitted shirt to you. You know, you don't have to go to the tailor for a shirt all the time. You can go to like H&M or Gap or something. Find like a, in your case, especially, you know, both, both of y'all are some, some slim guys to so find like a slim or Italian cut, you know, shirt, make sure it fits you well. Make sure the sleeves aren't too long because you don't want them things popping out of the, out of the suit sleeves you're gonna look like a retard do you have them like just popping out or no yeah so you want them popping out like an inch or two like you know so when you're standing straight they peek out when you shoot your cuffs they come out a little bit but you don't want them covering half your hand you're gonna look poor um <laughs> yeah so and that looks good but I, I i only really wear a black shirt with a black suit john wick style like that's sometimes wear a black tie with it it looks good make sure your black tie stands out from the shirt like a shiny silk or I, I have uh, a, a black a blacked out paisley looks good. I've got like a that. a black satin tie, but I'm gonna be real with you. The reason I got it was not for suits. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh the uh it's funny because now I'm thinking about it more. The look I go because I also have some nice like patterned and colored ties. I or color like ties with more color in them, and I honestly go for a really monochromatic look. Like a yeah. lot of, or a grayscale kind of look, just you know, white. That's that's gray. your style, I think. Yeah. I also um, you don't notice it with the, so this shirt is like a gray, and I have another one exactly like it, that's like mm -hmm. a very muted, um, grayish blue, and I've noticed that a lot of my wardrobe is like that, and I don't really you ever you ever talk with women about color theory. No, I don't talk to women about it. I just fucking experiment in my fucking brain about this. Yeah. So I actually, uh, uh, oh no, sorry. Go ahead. Cause it's funny. Cause my mom, so my mom's a jeweler. Um, mm -hmm. and since she works with metals and stuff, 
Uh, no, David, stop laughing. Uh, yes, it's from her mom's side. David started saying this, not me. Was me. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't so, laughing at whatever Lorenzo just said. I'll be honest. I zoned out a little bit because I was looking so at something. Professor <laughs> Professor Olive did it in the observatory with a candlestick over here. That's what David Brady's looking at. So he's looking. <laughs> this 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 suit looks just like a green olive. It is you know olive colored suit with a red like a wine red vest underneath. So that's that's the pit. That's the the, the little what do you call it? An olive, a green olive. Ooh, the green um, on green's even worse. Yeah, that's a bit much there. Um, so like, okay. Yeah, I can't get down with that, man. I was trying to like find a, a way to pick at it and make it look okay. Uh, I think brown. I think like khaki brown looks the best with like blue. This blue one isn't blues. so bad. So th he's looking at one now. This is I'm trying to do my best here. It was a wine red tie with a that's like a camel brown jacket and vest it actually does not look bad it's a little classy but it's definitely the uh i, the I just like the casting color spells. like i i do like the color it, okay, it goes that's cool. i i found that and and dick you can correct me if i'm wrong here but i found that like a, a nice browns go well with dark rich colors like a nice royal yes. deep red or royal it's like you, it's, it's it's bread and wine pretty much yeah it's bread like and wine is. you could do it with, yep. you could do it with green but also i was going to say with the color theory stuff because my mom's a jeweler and she works with metals um, she has had to deal with color theory stuff all the time, and I don't understand any of it. And she's always like, "Are you a light spring or a warm autumn?" I'm like, "I have no idea. I have no idea, mom." But um, I have noticed. You're just that like, "Mom, I'm Jewish." <laughs> uh, mom, I just send my pictures to Dickie and see how hard it gets from from the suit. That's that's how I gauge it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the. the the uh, I, I have noticed though that a lot of my wardrobe is very muted in terms of colors. Um, my girlfriend says I should wear more green because it brings out my eyes, so I'm gonna be wearing yeah. more green. Yeah, wear some green. We're like, uh, yeah, let's get into I have, it. I, I have some, I have some deep, like, I do have a lot of green, but it's like either you know, the color of uh, Reed's podcast shirt, yeah, yeah, like forest green. Yeah, I got a lot of forest green stuff, yeah, either white forest one. green or dark forest green. Um, I've got a lot of that. I don't really, the only, like, there's only two brightly colored shirts I have and they're band shirts. So it's, you know, kind of whatever, but, um, I've noticed that more, I go with much more muted tones. Um, and I also you, think you, that you could pull off the brighter. I think you could, I could, I just don't love standing out like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, um how do we so... feel about David in a white suit? No, don't don't do white suits. No, never, never even I'm just suits. saying no. <laughs> that, that's, don't that's do a good. cream suit. The lightest you want to go is like a light a light tan, nice and crispy. Wear that with like a nice navy blue tie with tiny uh, white polka dots or something like that. Look real real sharp, like your uh, like your Michael Corleone on his trip to Cuba or something like that. You know, something cool. Okay. So, when you, when I've you always kiss liked, Fredo like, on the mouth. I forget that's the line. Right. Yeah, that's it. He was wearing like oh, a yeah. dark blue. Would that yeah. work with me? Well, dark blue navy. And red. Yeah, okay. Blue and uh, blue, that would be fine. Uh, I think. I, I think wear, about wear it, it with the right thing. I, I think about it with a. So with red, um, I found that my two favorite colors to pair red with are blue and green. Mm -hmm. Um, and deep blue and deep green, like um, uh, a, a red, white, and blue. It that's pretty, man. So David, like the navy sport coat or a royal sport coat royal blue with some nice khakis and like a red and white tie or a red, white and blue tie, something like that. Make sure you have some white with the red because you are red. 
So a little bit of, you know, maybe a, a red plaid or a red stripe. Get a, get a plaid flannel tartan suit. I've got That's some red. Thing. I got some red plaid ties that I used to wear with like a blue sport coat and you know uh, some khakis with a little preppy look or whatever. It looks pretty sharp. David could David could rock that very well. Now, did you ever do the gay sweater over the shoulder look? Sweater over the shoulder. You know, what do you mean uh, like look holding up any, it over like for a pose? No, any like the fucking where they tie oh. it. They tie the... No, why would I fucking do that? Well, like fucking... Are you going to play at some country club, Lorenzo? Yeah. I don't. It's the gayest looking thing now. Also, like, here's I'm, like the... I'm out there with fucking gout in my in a large prostate playing like <laughs> croquet in the yard, like with my virgin margarita on the rocks. No, fuck off. Now, here's a question. Then, how do you do this type of how do you do this type of styling on a budget? Okay, I was about to get to that. So, so we've we've gone towards what our styles would be. The important part, just equally as important, is the budget because we can't afford we can't buy what we can't afford right so um there is a website where i like to get suits i have gotten many from this website it is i cannot pronounce it it is alan and i'm gonna go the by what it looks like du petit or whatever it's french um here you want to you want to google it right now so i can, I can spell it out for I'm, you. You I'm actually i just looked it up here let's see here. a-l-a-i-n Yes. Very oh. petit. Very, in a, very, in a, very affordable. Very affordable suits. They have new releases every now and then, and they got some cool styles. They got these little checkers. They got some corduroys. If you're like that, if you swing that way. Hey, they got some. <laughs> they got seersuckers. You know, they got solids. They have tuxes. They have. I've bought several suits from them. I've bought three piece suits. I will say, I've never. Are they? I've, are I've they never like canvassed or like what are we talking uh, here? What do you mean? Are they like a canvas jacket where they like they're not like the glue they're, used on the they're inside? They're like a they're like a polyester material that can be machine washed. So they're 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 not your dad's cheap suits. So they come uh, generally like you have to get your size generally, and you're gonna have to alter them. So that's the I mean, if you're gonna get a suit, you should alter it anyway. So that part doesn't really matter. You're gonna have to hem the pants because the pants come raw. Um, so they, I've, you I've never your, altered your... my suit. I just worked out so it'd fit better. Okay. Well, I mean, starting out, if you, if you buy one, like I still have a suit that I wear today that has never been altered and it just it fits well. Um, I got a good deal on it at like Burlington Goat Factory, which is another good place to to buy suits. I got um, my first suit suit at J.C. Penny. J.C. Penny's an affordable one. You were talking about Gap, Banana Republic. I have one black suit, and that's the one that I got for like twenty bucks at a thrift store. David, you're a little Catholic boy, and you own one suit. What is the deal? And you, you're always like talking about I'm, how I, libertarians need to dress better. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> how do I own I, more I suits you than you. Yeah, I'm sure you do. And I'm a I'm a college kid, so yeah. Well, I had okay. well, the most suits I ever had was when I was in my my four year degree in college. Now here's, do, would you recommend thrift stores, Dickie? Would you recommend thrift stores? Oh yeah, yeah, thrift stores for sure, man. Because you never know what you'll find. Again, you'll probably have to tailor it, but sometimes you can find a pair of slacks or something that fit, you know, off the bat. Best yeah, pair of khakis I ever got. Best pair of khakis I ever got were some Lands End khakis that fit me perfectly. Got them for four bucks. There you go, man. Like I wore them. I wore them until the crotch and ass completely split. Yeah, I got pants I, like that. Hell yeah. 
I was like, <laughs> I, I, I wear out my clothes like that. If I got a pair of jeans I like, like I'll wear holes in my jeans. So, um, so that website, if you're looking for like something specific, maybe you want a certain style of suit. You sometimes you can find it there. The insides are kind of nice. They're like a paisley, like silk material. They look cool. They're not like they're not the best quality. You're you're paying sixty, eighty, a hundred bucks for a suit, depending on what kind you get. Yeah, um, when when black guys look good, they look great in suits. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they're you know they getting tailored and stuff like they have suits for everybody. And so once you find you know the one that matches with what you like and what looks good on you, then you know go for it. Get that thing altered. Um, Ross also has good ties. Ross, so the I, clothing store, right? Yes. So yeah, I love stuff. Ross. I've gotten so much cool shit from there. I've gotten a lot of ties from Ross. Burlington Coat Factory, like I said, you can get ties, shirts, suits from there. H&M, that's another good one. Great place to buy, like, sport coats. I've gotten a sport jacket there for, like, 20 bucks. It was, like, a light blue, uh, like a sky blue jacket. thing was sexy as fuck. Didn't have to alter it or anything. Perfect. <laughs> so... Sometimes, you know, especially like on Black Friday, H&M, it's got some pretty cool stuff. Um, so no, if, no, you're, if you're smart and you go to budget places, you'll be fine. What do you recommend for uh, dressing a little slutty when you're wearing dressing a suit? Dressing a little slutty when you're wearing a suit. <laughs> All right. So now we're talking. So <laughs> this, you know, this, is where, this is where I can really get some good This is where the knowledge. Italian just starts to really All stick right. out. So with like a jacket. All right. So. You know, if you're gonna go a little little sleazy boy over there, then you know you gotta ditch the tie, you gotta unbutton at least one <laughs> extra button. I go like at least two. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes, like, you know, it depends on depends on you know how you look and everything. Some some dudes have a have a, have a chest for three buttons down. Some guys are gonna look like a pedophile with three buttons down. <laughs> I generally go two buttons down. The top is out, and the bottom and the second one's out, and I. For most shirts, that's okay. That's enough. Sometimes they they see your little necklace, whatever you got on. You gotta have a couple buttons down though, okay? So maybe something dark, you know, a black jacket. Maybe not wear some suit slacks with it. Maybe just wear some dark, like some black khakis with it, or something like that that can be worn with a suit. Maybe like a, a navy jacket and some nice, you know. Some nice, uh, what do they call it? Uh, so what's the other word for khakis? I sound like an old man. Chinos. Oh, chinos. chinos. Yeah. Get some nice little fitted chinos and make your ass pop out real good. <laughs> you got to like show that. off you've been doing those hip thrusts in the gym. Make sure your dong is looking nice in those in those chinos, those light-colored pants. Now, in print of, of the salami. You do, you do a dress shirt, jacket, and gray sweatpants. <laughs> Grace, <laughs> 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 kind of classy, kind of hood, baby. Like, let's go. Well, here's a question: Would you ever rock the like sport coat and jeans look? Uh, you can. That's not my favorite. That's never really um, my favorite. I don't like that. Was cool if you're going to a bro's wedding in 2004. You wear your like striped shirt, you know, like going to the bar shirt, your striped uh, sitcom shirt. From 2000, from from right after the, the World Trade exploded, um, the the round two, um, you know, yeah, I'm gonna wear my like 
my boot cut jeans with this suit jacket. I'm so cool. I got my like half cut sideburns right there and shit. And your soul patch. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like if there's some like, you don't have to be skinny jeans, but if they, you know, jeans that fit you well, maybe those little flexy jeans and it's like a very like, I've seen it. I've seen it in Texas. Jacket. I've seen it in Texas more. Cause they'll do the cowboy Texas boots, the jeans. with the boots. So there we, I was about to go there. When you're going with your cowboy hat and your boots and jeans, fucking go for it, man. Get you like a good, you know, a rugged navy sport jacket to go with your denim with sport your jacket. Boots, a denim sport jacket. I don't know about that. <laughs> That'd but, be hot. That'd be too know, hot. Yeah, you'd be dying. Get you something like a nice, like cotton polyester kind of, you know, something that doesn't look too nice, but can go with your jeans and your boots, and you're gonna look good, man. Get a little Texas vibe. Now here's a here's another question for you. I'm just kind of shooting at these at and getting some good style tips. What are your thoughts on denim on denim? When we get to like denim jackets, that type of stuff, are you a denim on denim guy? Well, you're you're in a band, so you're not quite hair metal. So I I don't know if I would do denim on denim. <laughs> I do two different. I do I do two different colors of denim. I don't do the same color. I'll do like. Yeah, that's not too bad. I mean, same that's color also, isn't yeah. even that bad either if you got you got cool hair like you do and you're trying to look like stranger things what's his face oh fucking eddie okay yeah Yeah. i don't hate it i really don't like it's it's okay i i think it's i think people hate on it too much i think it's because they don't see it actually rocked actually most of the time when i'm wearing a uh my denim jacket it's a little baggier um because it's not quite fit fitted too much for me but i'll I'll put a a flannel on underneath and have the bit of flannel peeking out that's cool that looks good like i I'm I've I've never gone uh, denim on denim for style. I've only done it like for work clothes and shit, so I don't look good in it. So I'm like, all right, whatever. If you look good in it, and go for it. And if it's matching denim, then if it looks good, then rock I think like, I think David should rock denim on denim. Get that little uh, little bad boy vibe to him. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I've, you know what I've just just recently realized? So when I'm looking at the camera here. Like my part, like my hair part goes this way. Mm-hmm. Like it go, it goes the opposite way than what you're seeing. And I look at every single picture of me, and my hair's parted the different way because of the way, whatever way these cameras work. Yeah. And like you're you know, like, let me get my good side, and you're showing you're showing the wrong one. Like, oh, oh wait, hold up, hold up. Yeah. No, no, no. And it's just hey, look. At least you have your hair like not like me. For some reason, my when I the way I part my hair, like the way I see it, like if I'm looking in the mirror, looks good to me. But I see any picture of myself. Oh yeah, and, and it looks an angle like that you it's don't. the wrong way, and well, I yeah, because you should... look at yourself from a good angle. That's what you all, everybody does that, and so you should you should slick your hair back. You should slick your hair back, David. David, no, don't do that. Don't do it. Don't listen to him. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what I would do with my hair besides you, what you, I you have. Do. You have hair a lot like my brother, so one of my brothers anyway. So like thick and a little wavy, curly kind of thing. Um, yeah, I just don't know what I would. He kind of, he kind of just, yeah, he tosses it to the side a little bit, and it, it works, you know. You go for the Elvis. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. I need, so, I need I mean, Lorenzo I to like just, him. I need Lorenzo to just turn his hair flammable. Get that hairspray in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't Come even on. need. I don't need the hairspray to get frizzy. Hold on, I'll send you a picture. I didn't uh, say frizzy. I said flammable, son. You, you you want it like? I'm talking Ted Nugent, 1977, cat scratch fever, baby. I'm gonna go marry a 17 year old. 
edit that I out. To, but, I know. need to find a good barber down here. That find was another a- thing. So um, if you're in college, sometimes you can find dudes that cut hair in the dorms. And that's a little side hustle. Legally, you're not supposed to pay them. They're not supposed to charge because bullshit. You're paying them to just say, I'm tipping my barber or something. When I was in college I'm, the first time, I had a I had no shortage of barbers that were doing it for very reasonable prices, especially considering nowadays what you have to pay for a good haircut. Sorry, go ahead, Lorenzo. Oh, um, uh, what are your thoughts on trying to find a good black barber? I would recommend that, honestly. I like black barbers. Um, uh, they they can they can cut uh, like if if they've been cutting for a few years and they know what they're doing then they won't have trouble cutting white hair. Especially, like, David has some thick hair. So I could, I could do all the black barber, but it I won't don't... Be cut, it won't be cutting, like, fine hair. Because some of them, like, give them some fine hair, and they're like, eh, you know, I don't know, it's a little different. Lorenzo, you got some thick, curly hair, you'd be fine. But Pe- I mean, People I'm... ask, I have black ladies come up to me and ask if I'm mixed all the time. Black women love me. Because of the hair. I mean, you got some, yeah, you got some... I mean, you are black. You're Italian, Sicilian, whatever you are. So yeah, it's and, um, and you know it's funny. African. <laughs> I, I would I would recommend that guys with long hair. Uh, uh this is gonna sound really gay. Find a, a lady stylist that mainly does women's hair, be, because a lot of a lot of guy barbers don't know how to fuck with long or, hair. Or comp- compromise and go to sport clips. You know, like there's always chicks working there that went to school for styling, and instead they're working in basically a barber shop. And so sometimes for them to get a chance to style hair, they're like, oh, yay. You know, so my, my question is here, do I grow out my hair? Like, because usually when it reaches this point, like I go get a haircut and yeah, I just I, got a haircut. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't go more than that. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go for a crazy thick mop on top of the head, buddy. That's just I, my advice. I, I, would, <laughs> I would grow out the sides a little bit, but not the top. Maybe you can grow the sides a little bit. So with the sides either have a nice little fade to go with like. Not saying you have to look like the zoomer cut, you know, with your oh. with your hair. You don't. I'm not saying do that, but get a nice little a nice little taper on there. Maybe get the top at a reasonable length, to where it's not just a mop sitting on top of a desert. You know, you should, you should do the the Hitler Youth haircut. I used to do that. Bro. I should go for the Christian Bale. Lorenzo, did I did I send you my Hitler Youth haircut from back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty hot. Was it was it you with the horse? That was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I actually, I, I I rode my girlfriend's horse for the first time last week. Oh, hell yeah, dude! How was that? First was time riding great. a horse. Uh, it was first time riding a horse in probably like fifteen years. So yeah, yeah. Pretty much. There's nothing like that, man. When, when you take control and everything, and you kind of just going with the horse, that's that's pretty fun, man. He's he's um, he's a cool guy. He gets an erection when he eats. That's funny. Yeah. Just like me. Uh, right? I was just saying, <laughs> it's an Italian thing, you know. <laughs> the Italian stallion, baby. Yeah. So like uh, what else? I'm gonna go back to what else. You guys are really here. milking me, like marking every episode as explicit. Like you're milking it for all it's worth. Hey, I asked beforehand. Um I asked well, you're all good. Uh, it's just I just find this funny. So like David, uh, I'm being for real. Ask around your buddies at school, try to find out if anybody out in the halls is cutting hair or whatever, if they do that at your school, because some schools don't let you at all. My school did. I actually had a guy, the guy from Singapore, um, he cut my hair for three dollars and i would be like bro i'm robbing you let me pay you at least five he was like that's too much money i'm like take my fucking five okay 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 and i would get it cut like 
every two weeks just to keep like i always had a nice medium fade i kept my hair short back then and i had a great fade it was awesome and i was like okay i gotta say i i liked your i liked your mullet i liked your your longer hair i did like it i was milking the the cut for as long as my hairline lets me my wife was kind of getting tired of being shaggy so you're you're talking you just got a big you just got a big forehead brother it's not no it's 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 gonna it's it's receding a little bit like my my mom's side all all of her uncles and everything they they all uh had thinning or balding heads that's so why when you that's when you got to go for the receding but just slick it all back go for the go for if the it, if it really if it really starts giving up ground i'm either gonna have to take action with some chemicals that i don't want to use or just keep it short do the or old shave. Lars Ulrich, and then shave it <laughs> you ever you ever see you ever see the, the videos or the the pictures of lars Ulrich with the balding ponytail yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm talking about Lars now, where he's like, I gotta have it short. <laughs> I feel so. like the older he's got, the the I don't know what. Ha- At some point, he like any drumming talent he has completely went out the window, and he sucks shit now. It's bad. I love making fun of Lars. <laughs> it's so it's so like you listen, like you're like, man, he could hit. Like, have you ever heard him like hearing like one in 1989 versus one like yeah, in 20? 20- shit was wild. He was good. Yeah, dude, that that live concert that would have been one I'd kill to go see. That uh, yeah. was it, like live shit, whatever. The one in in '89, yeah. oof, that's peak Man, Metallica. I, I, I just yeah, all all my favorite dudes are all old and dead, so it's hard to get a damn. And I will say, yet. I I like Jason Newstead a lot, and I think he gets too much hate. I love his backing vocals. Um. I think he was a good songwriter. People just, I mean, Cliff, Cliff was great. Cliff was, I mean, he played a Rickenbacker. He was, he was, he was a great bassist. But I do like Jason Newsted a lot. And I think he gets shit on way too much. What is going on here? Oh, I set my phone on my keyboard. There we go. We're good. We're good. Cool. <laughs> Man, I I want to get to a concert at some point soon if I can afford it. You know, I know, like, I'm glad to see Pantera this year got back on back on tour. You know, they they kind of reassembled a little bit. Yeah, David, every awesome. every true Southern man gets into Pantera. If you want to be a Southern man, get into Pantera. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just start just start rocking your little dime bag Daryl shirt, getting a little Confederate flag. Oh, man, that that right that, that uh, ML2 with the uh, rebel flag on it, oof. He, he gave it to uh, David Allen Coe, I think. He gave one of them to him. I know that because he did a concert with it. Um you know, uh, Eddie Van. Fun. You know, Eddie Van Halen buried one of his uh, guitars with time. Actually, one, I think like his main one or something like that. Yeah, I think he was building him one when he died. And uh, also, did you know that uh, Chad Kroger and Nickelback is like was really good friends with the Abbott brothers? Was he? Yeah. Well, there's a Dimebag solo on a Nickelback song. Okay, I don't pay attention to Nickelback. Me neither. But it's just kind of funny. I mean, I I've been listening to a lot of Creed lately. I've been listening to a lot of Creed. Oh, we know. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you've been getting it up for your lady. Hello, my friend. <laughs> oh man, it's, I start listening to. I I start getting in my uh my depressed dad phase over in the warehouse and just you know puffing on a heater, listening to my own prison. Like, oh, I just got a raw dog this day again. All right. You you put on that one Nickelback song. It's like the prison gates won't open up for me. Foreigners and assassins, and I'm like, oh, I know it's another bad bullshit today. All right. <laughs> so it's like the like that, It's like that meme of uh, Ben Affleck where he's got the cigarette and he's looking. <sighs> That's always Ben Affleck. Like 
him going to the car. I mean, he's who's he married to? He's with uh, he's with somebody famous now. It was he's, like him going to the car with her. He opens the door for her. He's just like exhausted. Like, all right, get in the car. <laughs> he's, he, he knows he's got six cameras on him at all times. He sees him. He's just like, leave me alone. <laughs> That's why that's that's why man like that's like I think one of the best all time rock lyrics ever in Limelight by Rush. That's just that like man when you hit that level of fame it must it must fucking suck having to do like I like the money without the fame I don't want to be the only, the only thing I want to be famous for is I want to be a sex icon with like a poster of myself on some some college chick's wall. I want to be faithful to my girlfriend, but I don't want to be famous. But I want to be a sex icon, but I just want to be rich. <laughs> Lorenzo, right here. That do, none of that works, by the way. <laughs> so true. So true. I, 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 my desire to be a sex icon has decreased immensely. You, well, that's, that's you, okay. you either, you either, fuck. You either die stop, a sex stop icon. Lifting. Yeah, Stop you either die a nobody or live long enough to become Led Zeppelin. Uh, Not in a good way. <laughs> look at okay, look at a lot of these sex icons though. Look at fucking Vince Neil. Look at him now. I that mean, dude would bang every waitress in every restaurant he went to, and now he's a land whale who can't sing. It sounds like a dying uh like whooping crane and can't catch true. his breath every time he sings. And he's the, also a piece of shit. <laughs> the only one that really deserved it was Peter Steele. All right. Look at uh oh, who's another? They're all Shit, dead. They're they're all they're, Axel Rose. Wasn't he a sex icon back in the day? He's also a, he's also a chomo. He also a pedophile. He got away with it. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Axel gonna... also had a little fat stage. Um, let's and he see. can't sing for got? shit anymore. No, that's so disappointing. All these guys, I can't. I mean, it, it's predictable. It makes sense. After that many years on the road, your voice just going hitting the distance that like. Know, it's limits that you can push it there, to. There's some that you know. You know who I think actually got better with age, and he's older now, so it doesn't really. But I think Robert Plant actually hit his peak after Led Zeppelin, when his you voice kind so? of when his voice kind of matured a little bit. Yeah, I I like it a lot. I also think um, one person whose voice has just maintained he's maintained really well is the uh, I think John Anderson, the guy from Yes. Yeah. Um, you ever, do you ever watch that live uh, when they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I haven't seen it. They did a version of Roundabout with Geddy Lee on bass. Um, Ooh, okay. Oh, it's great. I'll send it to you. It's great. And he, oh. and his his vocals, he's still like, that's, I think there are some singers that can, I, I mean, I think that David Gilmore to an extent, kind of. I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you a good one. Uh, did you ever, ever watch any of uh, Dio in his final touring days? A little bit. Ronnie James Dio, when he was doing like, uh, when him and the Black Sabbath guys kind of made heaven and hell, like that's they kind of reformed and made that. Yeah. He this dude is like dying of stomach cancer and belting it out like a motherfucker, dude. He and, was amazing to the day he died. I yeah. Mean, you ever see that 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 part of the this part of the song he did for Tenacious D? Yeah. He he one taked it. He one taked yeah. it. Yeah. You just look at him like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like that—that's one singer that just is like, you know, who else yeah. is really good with age? I don't know how much you've listened to him. You know, Devin Townsend. Uh, I haven't listened to him really. 
he's he's got a po- real powerful voice. Um, he had a skullet for a while. Think about bad hairdo. He had a skullet. He had bald here and then dread. Hulk Hogan. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like uglier. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. Uh, While you're on that, uh, uh, we talked about them earlier, but Phil Anselmo from Pantera, dude, he sounds awesome right now. Really? I I saw some videos and stuff. Ask uh ask Kyle how how he was because I think he went and saw him a little while ago. Yeah, Pantera, I, right? uh, Kyle ask said him how he was great. on that concert. Yeah, Kyle said I've seen great, some yeah. videos from it. Obviously, Zach does a really good job on those songs in his own way. Who's the drummer from Anthrax? That's Charlie Benante. Yeah, he's been doing really good too. I'm not like an expert on drumming, but I can tell like it sounds awesome. It sounds very close. But like Phil, bro, like he he's got that matured like uh, metal. Like, dude, I love it though. It sounds really good. Oh, oh yeah, no, it's good. I mean, I'm I'm gonna quickly look up. Uh... So the old pictures of Devin Townsend, so you can really see how fucking wild this guy looked. Uh, this was when he was on a lot of drugs and had a mental breakdown. So you know that that happens. Hey, hey, David is loving this content right now. Yeah, uh, David. <laughs> David, what? Gotta... Huh? I just kind of checked out. I don't know. I'm not a big like. I, other than Pink Floyd, like I know nothing, near nothing. I mean, you I mean, listen to Nirvana, but I don't think I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'll tell you what. I'm gonna keep up with my because uh, you know how I saw you do your album list for Pink Floyd, and so I started doing mine for uh, different eras of Sabbath. And so the next one I have to do is because I was ranking the Sabbath albums, and so the last one I did was uh, Sabotage, and I actually went through every song and kind of analyzed them. So the next one, that was, I think, my fourth favorite one. The next one, I'll give you a spoiler. It is their first album. My my third favorite one was their first album, Black Sabbath. So I'm going to go through. At Which some one's point, your favorite? At the time, my favorite is Paranoid. So is my second favorite. War Pigs on it? Yeah. So it starts off with War Pigs, and then it goes to Paranoid. Um, it's got Iron Man. It's got Fairies Wear Boots. Uh, man it's war pigs is so good i never got i didn't get to record that cover this weekend but i'll uh oh it's okay yeah just whenever david go check out the paranoid album you'll like it uh lorenzo have you heard um their third album um master of reality have you heard that album? no Go listen to. Master I've heard of it's. Reality. I've heard it's very like doomy and very. It's their heaviest album. It's it's my it's barely my second favorite. Like it's right under Paranoid for my favorite album. Like, no, I get that. That's that's how I am. There's a there's a few Rush albums that they're that are almost tied for my number it's one. Doomy, and I like how it goes heavy song, kind of chill vibe, and then boom, heavy, and like it, it, he Tony Iommi would alternate like that. And then the last song on there is Into the Void, which is my second favorite Sabbath song. And that is What's your favorite? Song. My favorite is Paranoid. Really? For sure. I mean, it's, mm. it's, just, it's, it's, it's catchy and it's very cool. I just like it. My favorite is War like Pigs. Every movie. Yeah, War Pigs is pretty cool, too. I like, I like that one a lot. Every January 6th, I listen like, to it. Yeah. <laughs> the video I made. Dude, it's... Oh, man. I, I, I just listen to it and I'm so... I get so fucking hyped anytime I hear that, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" It's like it just starts off just so hard. Like, what a way yeah. to start an album. Have you ever seen? 
Oh, have, yeah. you ever, have you ever seen like the live in Paris yeah. video where Bill Ward is just hitting the shit out of the drums? Many times. Oh, yeah. it's it's so nice. I love I love Bill Ward's drumming. I mean, the guy they had most recently, um, the guy who used to drum for Rage Against the Machine, uh, Lafitus, whatever his name was, weird ass name. He looked like a pirate. He was the same way. He'd beat the drums like it stole something, man. But Bill Ward, that dude was he was hardcore, man. That man looked and lived homeless as shit and he did not care. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alright. I think we might have time for one more topic. I do need to leave kinda early. It, it's gotta be quick because my wife is giving me the look and my voice is about to go out. So Alright, then do you wanna do you wanna call it here? It's kind of a shorter episode. We we might have to. I'd love to hop on back with you guys when I when I have a little more time, you know. Um, I hate that it had to be so short tonight. My son is no, it's all good. This was a good. I I wanted to, I wanted to talk about the styling stuff because I actually been kind of getting. There's a guy on uh, YouTube I found. He's called Parker York Smith, and if it wasn't for the fact that he posts pictures with him and his wife a lot to show how you can match, I would think he's gay. But that's just because he's got a really good sense of fashion. Um, yeah, dude, find you a gay friend and uh, ask him. <laughs> Dude, That's the David, thing, dude. Gay, gay, right, gay so, dudes now can't dress. That's the problem. Uh, so, David, <laughs> what are your thoughts on my wardrobe? I'm kidding. Huh? <laughs> oh, you know, you know who's a, you know who I should ask is Gay Toad. Ask him. That's a good looking dude. He he is a, isn't he such a good looking guy? That's a feller. He is just a fucking stud. He's oh, a yeah. stud and a half. I'm like I put him up at I think second place on when I did the hottest libertarians list. Better than that fucking loser Austin. Clearson. Um I didn't even make the list, did I? Sorry. I uh, I yeah, I should have put you on the list. Now it's looking at some of your older photos. I'm like, you wow. I I had Jose as number one and I'll still defend that. Okay, that's solid. I got he's, no problem with that. He's I'll lose to Jose any day. Have, have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen you know that, that picture that goes around where it's like the, the, the dude with like the underbite kind of going like that? Like in black <laughs> <Yeah>. and white. <laughs> I always think that looks like Jose. <laughs> Suffering from success, <laughs> it's, it's, you know it's 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 funny. I, uh, you know, I I think it's good. I think more people, especially in our little circle of Twitter, should put more effort into cleaning themselves up. And you can do it on a budget. You can do it cheaply. And it's all about yeah. how it's. And I think we talk about this as well. It's all about how you wear a suit. You could have a suit that's like ten bucks, and if you if you wear it confident, I mean, I, I mean, ten bucks might be a little pushing it a little, but you know. If you have a suit that's cheap, but you're wearing find, it with confidence, find an, uh, yeah, find an affordable tailor and get your stuff altered to where it fits you. That's one of the most important things. What make. ethnicity would you prefer as a tailor? Is there a certain cultural um, group that's good? Uh, Vietnamese ones. I've had a Vietnamese tailor that was pretty good. She wasn't she wasn't cheap, but she wasn't expensive. She was middle of the road, and she got my stuff done very well. Uh, I just got uh this white girl to do some of my suit like a jacket and some pants she did pretty good um man honestly just look at the reviews you know some asian women can do it pretty good um you should you should get into it but i'm not no i'm not taylor and shit i don't have the patience to fuck with a sewing machine dude you fucking kidding me that's fair i i i made one thing with the sewing machine i made a pillowcase in home at class <laughs> yeah maybe you should do it Oh God! No. I got, I got, I got yeah. All right, man. Have a good right. one. It was great to have you on Dickie, the show. Where, oh, yeah. where can the people find you? Where can oh, they go they can... and support all the things that you are doing? 
they can typically find me in McGuire's Irish Pub in Pensacola, Florida. Um, you know, I, I love the picture you put with you and your uh, your little guy. Yeah, with, I his take little, my with, his little, with his little cat. Take my son to the pub. Yeah, I take him to the pub. The waitresses all love him. They like pick him up and carry him around and babysit him while I'm there. Sometimes it's great. I get VIP treatment at that place. I don't deserve it. Um, you can also find me at Cigar Factory Pensacola. I'll be out there smoking and hanging with the boys. But most importantly, you can find me on Twitter at Pine Double Underscore Barons. I used to make cool videos. I don't really care anymore about most stuff, but sometimes I'll make a an underrated banger tweet, or I'll just be hyping the homies up. Who knows? Go follow me if you haven't already. Go check out my pinned tweet thread of my previous work. Some of it's cool. Sometimes you just see me spurging about the the Megan McCain one is is probably your best all time work. I think that's that's, that's that's the magnum opus for sure. Yeah. All right, man. It was great having you on. Got us to be strapping young lads, well dressed. Yeah, man. Hit me up anytime you need some advice, for right. dress or otherwise. I'll probably give you horrible advice, but you'll get it nonetheless. Uh, dressing wise, you will give great advice. All right, man. Have a go. Right. Thank you, Jackie. All right, Lorenzo, where can the people find you? Where can they support you? Oh, they can find me at the the Gay Sex Factory. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That's just Austin. Um, And uh, no, they can they can find me uh, on Twitter at prog underscore enjoyer seven. They can also find me on Instagram at Lorenzo underscore Silvio. No politics, please. I know I say that every episode, but you know. And then. yeah, outside of that, nothing. Oh, yeah. Um, my band Pulse Weaver, link should be in the description for that one. If you're a musician in Austin and need someone to drum on your tracks, hit me up. Um, yeah, this up. Ep- I also see this episode is definitely more chill, which is kind of cool. I'm it, the, the main news stories have really been kind of depressing, except for the uh Blake Masters one. If you really just want to quickly say something about that, nah, it's already been a bit too long. Yeah, I mean, it's just like. It's it's cool, uh, you know. I des- definitely disagree with Blake Masters on uh, a Blake, lot. Of stuff. Blake's our guy. He's our guy. And you know, we're so bad. Uh, you we're know who? Like you know who? I will really go and intern is. for the man if he you, makes it a con. You know who really is our guy? George Santos. You see that thing that he tweeted where he's like, "No, not- George Santos is not our guy." George Santos is our, he's not guy. our guy. George no, Santos. No, 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 no. Shut your mouth. Why is he not our guy? He's not our guy. Just trust me. Why is he not our guy? He trust literally. Me. He lied his I'm way like into Congress. No, but I'm not. No. Okay. We. He's. Is he? Okay. Maybe he's not friend of the show, but he. He's my guy. Sure, he can be your guy. I mean, he's he's a New York Jew. He may he may be lying about his Jewishness, but whenever he talks about Israel, I kind of think he's Jewish with how zealous he talks about it. But uh, yeah, no. Blake Mash is our guy. Donald Trump is our guy, and Joe Biden is Donald our guy. Donald Trump is our guy. And Joe Biden is our guy. Joe Biden's our guy. So either way, we win. Either either way, we have our guy in office. This is why you need to have a Trump-Biden presidency. See, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a Trump and a Biden flag and just fly them from the same flagpole out my window and just like make look at people. Oh, here's a question. How much Queen have you listened to? Are you a Queen fan? I don't like Queen. Like just all of their popular oh, tracks. Right. I'm just I for- so sick of them. I forgot about. It. Have you ever listened to Fat Bottom Girls? No. <laughs> That's a banger song. I I will say there. Uh, so my girlfriend's very into Queen, and she's getting me into Queen. I think their hits 
she's corrupting you. Oh, 110%. But I'm get, I got her in a porcupine tree, so fair. Um, hey, listen, porcupine tree is great. Um, but I, I, I will say, uh, Queen, a lot... A, a lot of the stuff that you don't listen to from Queen is actually really good. And um, Brian May is one of the, the best guitar players ever. That's one thing. Next week, do you want to do a, a, a look at the fucking terrible list Rolling Stone put out for the best guitar players? Sure, we could probably end up doing that. Yeah, because it was such a fucking travesty that I want to... I'm not going to be able to speak to any of them, but... Uh, I mean, I think they put David Gilmore lower than, like, Jimi Hendrix. And I think that Jimi Hendrix is... Or David Gilmore is way better than Jimi Hendrix. Really? I wouldn't say that. We'll save this. This is a teaser for next week. Look at that segue. Look at that. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a chiller episode. That's fine. Because the news has been depressing. And honestly, like, having a bit of levity. Everyone, go out and touch grass. Uh, go go do fun things with your people. Stop being on Twitter complaining about which side has more dead babies. You know what I'm talking about. Please stop talking about it. I'm sick and tired of it on my feed. Anyway, where can they find you, David? Um, you can find me in all of my mediocre Twitter experiences at real David B Junior. Just Jr. for Junior. Um, same thing on Instagram. I don't post there a lot. Uh, at all sorry about that guys i just don't have anything to to share there Uh, otherwise do you you help edit some of the music institute um instagram videos and stuff some sometimes there's a few videos that i've put together for the music institute did you Um, you put together that did you send them that one where it's the economics textbooks with the the... no that was not me that was somebody who's far better at video editing to me and that's a really low bar but um (laughs) that was so funny Empire video, I made I threw that together. The one where I was showing off the auction items, I threw that together. Those are just two of the videos that I've thrown together for the Mises Institute. So follow Mises Institute. Either way, don't listen to David Money saying mediocre. Our our young prince over here is moving up in the world when it comes to the Mises Institute articles, and you should find him at the Mises Wire. Fuck his Twitter. You should see his actual articles because they're actually very good. I mean, his Twitter's great as well, nonstop bangers, especially when he's dunking on Hamiltonians. Uh, which oftentimes are always gripers, and it's always funny because they're like, "You just have no loyalty to your country." Says the guy that, like, you know, is fat and lazy and not working a real job. Like, why are you on Twitter? Shouldn't you be working in a fucking steel mill? Like, shouldn't you be losing your fingers in a tragic accident or something like that? Like, go fuck yourself. Stop fucking with my boy who has way better takes on you. I will say, I understand the arguments of some protectionists. We've talked about this before, but fucking Hamiltonians can suck my big fat. Um. But yeah, no, we're, we, uh, you know, David has great tweets and you should all go like them and you should all go engage with them. And, uh, you know, you should do, I think you should do thirst traps, David. No, please. God, no, no, there, you know, who I, should, there, there would be nothing to, you, you know, who should be doing thirst traps. If you had a Twitter, David Gordon. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> stop it. Lorenz. He does have a Twitter. He does. It's David I don't, Gordon fifty one. Oh my god! I need I need to follow David Gordon now. I'm. <laughs> but yeah, but you don't even know who David Gordon is. I've had dinner with David Gordon. Yeah, didn't he like? Didn't he? Didn't he say he'd yeah, smash yeah, yeah. one of the waitresses? Yeah, yeah. Let's just not. Let's. <laughs> let's. 
Listen, Let's he's keep those experiences <laughs> to the group chat. David Gordon is our guy. Can we agree on he's that? He's our guy. <laughs> All right, David, give us the, the rest of your plug. Sorry for interrupting you. That's no, that's about it. That's everything. Follow the show on Spotify, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, even though it's shutting down, Stitcher, uh, YouTube, all that. Is fun Google Podcasts shutting down? I don't know. I don't care. It's, it's so over. It. It's, it's so still over. on our still on the podcast distributor, so I'm saying it. Um, so follow the show there. Go check it out. Give it a like. Give it a subscribe. Give it a five star review. You know, do the things you must do. What must be done. Um, get your Austro Libertarian books at the Mises Institute. Promo code Brady for B R A D Y for a ten percent discount. You know all the fun stuff, guys. Save some money. Shout out the show. You know, spread some love. I don't know. I'm tired. Uh, it's been a it's been a long day for me. It's I, I thank feel you all that, for joining us. Thank you so much. Hugs and kisses, bitches. We out.